football, the Bulls are off and running. And Dan and Jason Bernstein are here to keep you up to date with the Stampede. You're listening to Organizations Win Championships. Oh, 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 it's Christmas morning. And you look and you rush downstairs. And what is under your tree? Episode 54 of the OWC. We didn't rehearse that. We did not rehearse that. But, but that, oh, God. The two the two Jewish podcast hosts (laughs) wish you a a Merry Christmas, as as my shirt says, with. South Park characters on it. My and shirt says Dan nothing. Bernstein. Yes, because I, you are boring. I have nothing on my shirt. But Merry Christmas to all. And to all an improved Bulls team. Because things have gotten marginally better. better. Yeah, it's another two-in-one yeah. stretch. This is our second consecutive two-in-one stretch. Which I don't the think we The one kind of sucked. The oh, one, one sucked. Well, well, two, that was a two sucked, actually. Because yeah. that, that San Antonio game was unwatchable, but they won it, so that's fine. We'll they get hand, to that. They handled business. They handled so business. The, the Bulls are 13 and 18. They have moved up to 10th in the East, which means we're, to, we're starting to talk about play-in uh, stuff now for them, whatever that means to you. Ugh. They are 21st of 30 in offensive rating. They are 20th of 30 in defensive rating. They are now a net rating of minus 2.5, which places them 23rd in the NBA. So at 13 and 18, here we are. It's been another entertaining stretch without Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. So that we, we, we concluded the last show, we were talking about the win of the year when we last left you. And the win of the year was really? that victory at Philly. Well, guess what? That got supplanted real quick. Mm, I, I don't know. I, I think that win against Philly was a little bit more impressive than the LA game just because they're surprisingly unathletic. And mm. I, 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 I just think that when the ball isn't stopping, I think I don't think they're too difficult to beat. I will say I don't know how LeBron is doing what he's doing. And three seconds into the game, he had that vicious dunk in a half court set it wasn't a transition thing he just he, he just started at the top like he took two steps and then all of a sudden he's flying above everybody at age 39 soon yep. to be 39 he's not normal but they really they took it to him that that night DeRozan was fantastic 27 7 and 9 assists on 12 of 16 from the field 12 of 16 he was incredible and and everybody played a role. I think eight guys had double uh, double figures, and I think it was um, it was Will Purdue that was saying when something when a lot of guys contribute, that's when good things will happen. Io Desumu, fourteen points, four of six from three. Javon Carter had ten. Andre Drummond continued his strong stretch Man. with sixteen minutes that included seven rebounds yet another steal and 11 points. And if he's going to hit free throws better than his, his career 50% rate, he's going to earn some opportunities to play a little bit more. And they won this despite Kobe white, not having a star turn. He played well as he has been doing with seven boards and five assists and 17 points, but they didn't need him to shoot lights out. 
No, they did not. And he, he, granted, he shot three of six from three. If, if, if you're saying he had a bad, um, you know, an average night, I guess, and you're shooting 50% from three on six attempts. Okay. That's, that's another nine points on the board. I'm not going to complain about that. Patrick Williams was three of three from the three point line, six, 10 from the field, 15, three and two. We're going to get to Patrick later, but what he's, what he's been doing the, in, over this stretch with Levine out, especially recently, I, I love what I'm seeing out of him. I love it. He's been more aggressive. He's not afraid to move a little bit more. Still wish he would cut harder. I, w- I wish he would really sprint to the basket and then somebody would throw him a lob and then he's soaring above everybody because we know he has the ability to do that. But there are some real strides being taken by Patrick Williams, as well as a bunch of the younger guys, such as Kobe White, as we've mentioned, and Io DeSumo. And I, Dalen Terry has also been effective. I I still don't know what, what they're getting out of him. I still don't think he's that good. Be, just because I, I, his, he, he doesn't really have an offensive game. But he's energetic and fun, and he knows what his role is. Billy Donovan tells him to go out there, be annoying, and guard, and see if you can get a couple steals. And if you, if you have a couple cheap fouls and get under their skin, so be it. I, I, I think he's, he's getting, he's earning some minutes that I. I, I think I think they're I, I think he's earned himself. The, you know what the, he's doing. He's earned himself that. What there's a there's a word for what he's doing. He's developing. Mm. And in 21 minutes, I don't know. I don't against know. the Lakers in 21 minutes, he had five rebounds and three assists and just one turnover, and was a plus 11. For him to do that in that game against that team in that atmosphere guarding because, LeBron sometimes. And it's in what I was looking at in the Laker game for Dalen Terry is that he sometimes energetically, emotionally gets a little out, out over his skis and gets into the, to the moment and loses sight of how to expend his energy, how to budget his energy. Correct. And he didn't in this game because that, that, was the loudest, most electric that we've heard the United Center in a long time. Well, I mean, it's the Lakers. And also, I don't know why, but people hate LeBron. So I think a lot, I, I you're going to call me crazy, but what the, I think a big reason why it was so loud, not only did they want the Bulls to win, they wanted LeBron to lose because people hate LeBron, especially here, because people won't accept the fact that he's a better basketball player than Michael Jordan. And that pisses them off. And so they root for him to fail, even though he's not only the greatest player of all time, but also a good dude. And he's done nothing really wrong in his career. And at age 38, verging on 39, LeBron James shot 10 of 18 from the field, was one assist shy of a triple-double with 25, 10, and 9. Four of four from the free, free throw line, one of three from three with two blocks and a steal. I mean, remarkable. Five turnovers, but come on, man. So for I mean, I I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand how he's still doing it. Just enjoy it. 
Just enjoy it. I, you no, don't have to try to. It. It's, it's not. It's not a puzzle to be solved. I just think no, more people should appreciate this. it. Well, he's taking care but of his body, won't. and he he works incredibly hard. He still studies up on every next opponent. He knows personnel and score and situation. And the most important thing he does is he takes care of his body. Yeah, but that also he's also very genetically gifted. Yeah, you, it, 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 you can't be somebody. Somebody can take care of their body as well as he does. If not, I mean, I don't know if there's a be, a better way to take care of your body because isn't it true that he spends about a million dollars a year just to make sure that he's yep. in shape and everything? So I, he takes great care of his body. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. An average NBA player cannot do what he's doing, even if they had the same body care routine. I guess. If you will. So, I will say though, Jeff 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 Green is is still giving Father Time a run for his money. He's been postering he? people. Houston, he's been he's had he had he's had multiple games this season with posters, like he does That's every year. Same Jeff Green, Jeff Green, Georgetown Jeff Green just won a title with the Nuggets. Jeff Green, oh. Uncle Jeff Green. He he's the he's the bench version of LeBron. Good for because him because he's played. Oh, it, I love him. He's great. So while we're talking about genetic gifts and performances at age 39, how about age 19 and somebody who is certainly gifted as well? It is completely understandable that there would be an emotional, if not physical, letdown for the Bulls to then welcome the San Antonio Spurs and Victor Wembanyama. And I just want to say that photo op arrangement that they did with Wembanyama and, oh, and Bedard. Bedard at United Center was, was inspired. Incredible. I'm glad they did it. I don't know who whose brainchild it actually was, whether it was the Blackhawks or the Spurs or who initiated it. It's great for basketball. It's great for hockey. And it was fun to see Wemby trying to take slap shots on their, their the off height, ice. The height difference. Yeah. Bedard is 5'11". So he's not tiny. I know. I and Wemby Yama is just towering over him. I also want to give Bedard a quick shout out for that Michigan goal last night, the lacrosse style. He's unbelievable. He's special. He's he. he you know, there was a second one last night, right, for the yep. Ducks, Trevor Zegers. Yep. But Con- Connor Bedard is a special, special, special. Hockey Have player. you ever had a goal like that scored against you? No, hell no. You I will didn't ne- practice. Somebody tried to do. Somebody tried to do it in practice. I think it was Who? my former teammate Ian Karras, and it did not go in. So. Because obviously it was Ian. Of course he would try to do that. But, but he tried to throw it over your glove Correct. side. I, 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 one of the sides. And I, I saw him doing it. And I said, no, you're not doing this, bud. And <laughs> I, I, it's not hard to, if, if you know it's coming, if you see it, it's not hard to stop. You just shove your cor- your shoulder in the corner of the net. And that's that's about it. So, Well, apparently last night an NHL goalie didn't see it coming. Yeah, NHL go- goalie. It's Jordan Bennington. He's not just an. Oh NHL yeah, a goalie. good one. A good one yeah, too. He's yeah, pretty good. Wow. But okay, let's get let's get back to basketball here. Let's get so, back to basketball. This game sucked for the. Oh, Bulls it was horrible. Until, it was so until bad. Before, un- until the fourth quarter when they just said, "Oh, we're better than you, and so we're going to win the game," and that's what happened. Kobe White with another twenty point performance with twenty two six and five ten of fifteen from the field, and two of six from three. DeRozan 21, 4, and 5 on over 50% shooting. Patrick Williams again, 18, 7, and 7, 11 from the field. 
and 50% from three. I am looking. So I am looking at the Drummond, guy Drummond, Drummond. plus 17 in the game. Five to steals. To lead the Bulls in plus minus, Andre Drummond, five of 10 from the field, two of three from the line, eight rebounds, five steals, two blocks, and an assist. This dude he's, is playing. He's better than just like a cute novelty right now. Because he's in shape. And, and I, I, I'm talking in shape physically and also mentally. That makes a big difference. He came out yeah. last year and said he was he was struggling. And as someone, and I've also struggled with mental health in athletics as well, uh, especially with baseball late late in my high school career. And I, once I got, I, once I figured out what was going on and I felt better, it makes a big difference. And I don't know, it, it can all, it can be a confidence thing. It can be it, it maybe the ability to get your body in shape if your mental health is right. That that makes a difference. <clears throat> I'm really happy for him. Well, I was also texting somebody too, but what an amazing story it would be for this guy who, as we discussed last week with your interview with Derek Favors, the idea of the evolution of basketball moving away from his once prized skill set. If in fact his attention to his own mental health and his successful work that he's put in to regain it and understand it has allowed him to have a bit of a, a, a professional rebirth. What a wonderful story it would be. And you forget he's been in the league forever and he's 30 years old, just turned 30. And so there, there it, with the way he plays, there isn't a reason why he can't play another four years of decent basketball. I, I still want to, I, I, I wish you would shoot a three every once in a while. I think, I think that would be fun. And I would be, I would be open to it. I would say, go ahead, let it fly. They leave them open. Remember that Toronto preseason game last year? Why not? You hit three. Three. And Jared Allen shot a three last night. And first of all, he's really good. Jared Allen's really good. All right. Well, let's, let's get to last night then. Yeah, Let's yeah. The, the, the Spurs game, we know what happened. They sucked through three quarters, and then they decided to win in the last quarter. And yeah, I didn't they, think they handled they handled business after a back to back. And I, I would I would probably look at last night's monstrosity as Oof. as a heat check or a clunker. I, they, they everything seemed to go wrong, and the culprit was and they the, weren't uh, making uh, shots either. They weren't. They shot a, a brutal eight of thirty-five from three. I love the thirty-five. Exactly. I, I love the thirty-five. And the the other issue that they had was they could not clear the defensive boards. Yeah, they and they were so, outscored. They looked so tired. Second chance points was thirty to four. If you yeah. saw what was going on, Jared Allen had eight offensive rebounds. Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson had four offensive rebounds and it just seemed like every time they'd get one of those slapbacks or they would, they would beat the bulls to an offensive rebound, 50, 50 ball. Then the next guy would lay it in and get fouled. It just, it, it just seemed like one of those games Correct. where there was this, it's, it was a 12 point lead forever and they would cut it to nine and then it would go back to 12. They're like, all right. And then, then there you're just out of time. Yeah. They were out athletic last night. I, that's what I would, 
That's what I'm thinking. I just think they weren't athletic enough for that team. And this dude, Craig Porter Jr., undrafted out of Wichita State, rookie. Woo! Where did oh, my goodness. I had no I, idea. I have no idea. He, we said that in the, at the exact same time with the same tone. This is why when people meet, when my friends meet you, they say, that is why you are the way that you are. And so I'm kind <laughs> of terrified. So insult Craig Porter Jr. in 19 7 and 8 on 8 of 14 from the field undrafted with good handles to look at here uh, look at the three points attempted by Max Struess oh he shot 15 right or something like that 17, 17? oh my lord good for him why, he why knows what he's out there to do see he, I want to see more athletic than people think though uh-huh. he's good I like Max a lot. Guy, guy was a multi-sport high school star. I mean, he was a terrific baseball player. So I'm not surprised. The athleticism White. doesn't surprise me. And Sorry. he's I, I would like to see Kobe White have a 17 three-point attempt game. But this is one of these. This is what I as much as last night sucked, I'm I'd rather them lose with a lower field goal percentage and shooting a ton of threes. And just having a dud night shooting wise, then play a close game where Demar has thirty five, and they're making a, a lot more shots but not taking enough threes, and they lose by four. I would way rather see them lose in this fashion. I don't know if that's just me, but I am. I because of the way they lost and their shot selection, I'm not worried for the future. I'm not saying, oh no, this. This is gonna. This is a turning point where they're gonna go on a losing streak. I don't think night. that. I, I just think it was a bad shooting night, and it didn't. I didn't feel discouraged after this loss. I didn't feel. I didn't. I. I just said, you know what? They didn't shoot well. They'll. They'll live to see another day. I was not. I'm not terribly upset at this because they shot a million threes and they just didn't make them. Fine, happens. It- just move on to the next and don't change your offensive strategy. I would like them to rebound a little bit better. Maybe, uh, I don't know, here we go with my end of bench loving type thing. But I, I Tory Craig being out is big. I th- that's un- that's an underrated, he's an underrated asset for this team. I know where you're but, going. What? Henry you Drell? Or, well, not, not Drell, I don't think he's there yet. I think another guy is there who can help them defensively. Julian because Phillips. of his athleticism. Yes, yes. I think. I think if, if Terry, how many rebounds did Dalen have last night? He had one. He, he I had think Dalen. I, I think Julian Phillips can get more than one rebound in a game like that. If he had Dalen's minutes, if 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 he had if if Julian Phillips had seventeen minutes last night, I think he gets more than one rebound. And I, I think they lost the rebounding battle, and that's a big reason why they lost. They lost because of missing threes and giving up too many second chance points, right? I think, and I, I think I, was... I think Julian Phillips can help in a game like that. And I, I, I love, I love, love, love Julian Phillips so much. It was a strange know, looking box like... score. I, hey, look at me to know when it's my turn to talk. No, it was... I don't feel like it because you do the exact same thing. All right. It was a strange-looking box score in that the entire 
roster. And it, it tells you about the game when all units were minus. Everybody, yeah. the second unit was except, outscored. The starters were outscored, except one guy. One guy finished dead even mm -hmm. in plus minus. Mm -hmm. That being Patrick Williams. So here we go. This is my thing. Let's put up the lower third. Three. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, voice crack. What the hell? Oof. Yeah, we didn't didn't mention you were oh, producing no. again. Yeah, you're right. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm fine. That was just, that just caught me by surprise. Free Patrick Williams. I want them. He, he. I think he's earned the right, offensively and and because of his offensive performance and his defensive performance, he's been great on both ends. Draw plays for him. Let him become the third option in this offense. If Vooch isn't if. I think DeMar is going to be – DeMar's DeMar. You can't – he's a vet. He's an all-star. You can't take away the reins from him, right? Kobe White's earned the reins with what he's been doing. Vooch, I'm so-so on. Yes, he's a vet, but I don't know how I feel about it. Patrick Williams needs more opportunity offensively to – make plays get him the ball let him handle get him involved in screen roll run plays for him back cuts alley-oops floppy to get him open for, on the wing for a three anything that gets him the ball i think i think he's a better he's better with the ball in his hands than he is as an off-ball player because he does he doesn't move enough without the ball but when he has the ball i think he can be really effective let me tell you what Billy Donovan would say here if I can channel my my inner coach. I think oh, if you brought this up, he's he's going to say everything you're asking for is there. That they don't really draw up many plays. There are some specialty situations in which they do. They can run different actions based on their continuity offense that they run. Obviously, baseline out of bounds, sideline out of bounds, certain situational plays, end game stuff, and quarter stuff is different. But a lot of it's on him, where he can, from that corner, if he's run off his three, which happens, and even if he, he wants to shoot it, and he's been shooting it brilliantly, that he can put the ball on the floor and call for a screen. If he wants to be run screen roll, run it. It's not everything has to be look at coach every time down. If this is a, a, a mature, well-oiled offense, there's going to be an understanding of who and when and what the matchup is. And I want him to do it. I want Patrick Williams not to have the coach say, hey, his turn. I want him to recognize I can take this guy. And, and he can he can curl out of the corner on the dribble. You can still run this stuff through Vooch as the fulcrum for everything. But rather than settling, like you say, he can back cut hard. And even if he doesn't get it, continue it through. Go around. Get back to the top. Call for the ball again. Then he's got to meet it halfway. I agree with you. But I do think a lot of it is a test of his assertiveness. Okay. But... I, I, I still feel like there isn't enough emphasis on yeah I don't I don't think there's enough emphasis on his offensive game because he's in the same place every time why don't uh, this is what I'm saying is I I do think some of it is on Patrick why don't the coaches say 
Bring the ball up. Bring the ball up. Run the point. Or maybe maybe he's out there a little bit with the second unit before before they put in, I don't know, it would be Io, maybe. Who, whoever is their second unit forward wing player. And you run point guard for a little bit before they put in Javon Carter. You you run point guard. You yeah, run the offense. Matchup depending, sure. And because he he's a good passer too, and he's a smart. He's de- I think he's developed really well with his decision making as a passer. And I would I would like to see him with the ball in his hands more often than not because I I think he's a way better on ball player than off the ball. Because he yeah. he's. As Jim Miller would say, he he is more decisive decision making when he has the <laughs> ball in his hands. So that I, I I it's on I think it's on both of them. But I just want there to be more of an end. Get him going a little bit. I know there has to be some self motivation, but get maybe get him going. Tell him that you know what, or, or yell at him. Get in his face. Oh, they've tried get, that. What by drafting Dalen? They've all yelled at him. I mean, they're, they're, Demar yells at him. Zach has screamed at him during games, like right in his face. Shoot that! Well, Zach is just I don't know. all right. Well, let's uh, let's get to Speaking the which, inevitable yes. return. And boo, it's going to happen at some point. And Billy Donovan is being asked about it. And here's what he's saying. Because Zach Levine's running, and soon he's going to be cutting, and then it's going to be time to come back. And and Donovan was asked about the conversations that he has or hasn't had, and he said, I haven't talked to him about that. I think the main focus and priority has been just his health and getting him back. So here's more Donovan sort of talking around all this. We need him shooting the ball when he's open. That's good for our team. When there's hard closeouts, him attacking the paint. I think he's more than capable of doing those things. It just adds another offensive player out there. So there, he keeps speaking in generalities about all this. And what Donovan said, the biggest thing I'm concerned about, quite honestly, with him coming back, is how does he find his rhythm? Then when you miss the number of games that he's going to miss, it takes you a little bit of time to get your footing back under you. But how we've tried to play identity-wise has not necessarily changed since he's been out. Now, listen to this. It's a, let me read this again. How we've tried to play identity-wise has not necessarily changed since he's been out. It's not like he went out and we went in and totally revamped the playbook. It's we when just, he went out, they got better. It, see, that's really interesting. We've just game after game emphasized the things that we felt are important. So what Billy Donovan is telling you there, this is how they've tried to play all along. This is how they've coached them to play all along. That is a But Zach really, ruins it all. That is a, it doesn't come across that way necessarily when I heard him say it, but when I read, when it, read it, it yeah. reads like a an artfully crafted insult. And I don't, I know he didn't mean it that way. I'm not trying to put words in Billy's mouth. But this is just my my inference, not his implication. And I think I'm more than 50-50 in that direction. How we've tried to play identity-wise has not yeah. necessarily changed since he's been out. You're just better at it with him out. Right. What I, what I would say, what, the issue with me is 
if you were to add, if you take away the name Zach Levine and you were to add a 6'5 athletic three-point shooting guard, I would be very happy with that. I'm just concerned about the ego problem. That That's what gets me is the way Zach thinks because he's a max player. He He's the guy I have to show, show up and show out every time I... I don't know. Uh, he has a wife, but I don't know if whenever there's a, a hot girl courtside, he's like, "Ooh, I have to Jordan Poole effect. I have to play really well now." So I, I, I have to. I don't know. But Wait, he, is that a thing with Jordan Poole? He, oh yeah, he the Jordan Poole effect. Whenever there are women sitting courtside, he just goes crazy. He just he scores thirty five points every time. Okay. Yes, but it, yeah, what, what NBA game doesn't have that? That's a good point. You know, Emily Ratajkowski once left during a Knicks comeback, and so they denied her courtside seats the next game. That's the most James Dolan thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's pretty that petty. Ridiculous, petty crap. That's unbelievable. Well, I mean, it, it's it's believable from Dolan. All right. Well, this is it, this Sorry, time but, now. But, but uh, just just take away take away what? Zach's ego, please. Like that 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 if if he can say if he can swallow his pride and just say. Fine, I'll play into the system. Do so. He can have um, more than a that. Paul Westhead mentality. It's play into the system. No, it's more than that. It, it's this is the problem that I have with Zach. Even if, and and I'll, I'll end it in my thoughts on this. Even if he said that, and even if he genuinely wanted to do that, I don't think he has the instincts. I don't think he has the natural. Mm basketball instincts to understand how ouch with that it is time for the, the music organizations sparky. win championships college showdown please play hello there we go this is where i will present jason with three currently rostered nba players and nice fade out there production wizard and he will Thanks, to, butt munch. Jesus Christ. Where they went to college, and then he presents me three vintage NBAers, and I get to see if I can remember in my adult aging brain where any of them went to college. So who gets to start Correct. this time? Uh, you want me to read them off? Sure. Okay. All right. Okay. Ooh. First up. <laughs> We have former Kings and Celtics <laughs> forward Scott Wedman. Oh, he was good. Yeah, I know. He's he played awesome. with Otis Birdsong in Kansas City. Scott Wedman, Missouri. Colorado. Damn it. I knew Lunch it was a the nuts. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Okay. Next up, we have former Hawks guard Eddie Johnson. Illinois? Dude, Auburn. No, 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 no. Eddie Johnson. Eddie Johnson. Auburn. Wait. Oh, there's two Eddie Johnsons. Hawks. Hold on. When did he play? Mid-80s. Yeah, yeah. the, the better Eddie Johnson went to Illinois. Yeah, but this, should, this Eddie have. Johnson averaged 15 points a game. This Eddie Johnson was better than that. Come on, man. Eddie, Eddie Johnson was NBA six man of the year. 
All right, fine. Ah, here, look. In 2006, Eddie Johnson was mistaken in multiple media reports for former NBA player Edward Lee Fast Eddie Johnson, who was a two-time NBA All-Star and four years older than Eddie A. Johnson when the latter was arrested on suspicion of sexual assault of a minor and burglary. That wow. your Eddie Johnson was sentenced to life in prison and died in prison. So there's the happy wow. ending to that story. So who, who's your other name? Josh Giddy is going to call him up next. Yes, don't say last. Sex with a sixteen-year-old when you're nineteen. Allegedly, don't say last but not least again. Allegedly, last but least, we have. Yes. Pacers guard Johnny Davis. Man, you're you're digging for some deep ones here. He averaged like 13 points a game. I Johnny Davis. And it's like you don't dig for some deep ones. Yeah, but th these are all active players. You're going, this is like early 80s when I was. I, I mean, thought I, you were old as I almost said the S word. I thought you were old as dirt. And and N-C-A-N-T. No, he went to Dayton. Oh, okay. All right, your turn. Ooh. Your okay. turn. Atlanta forward Mohamed Gueye. I've yeah. heard of this yeah. dude. Yeah, Florida that State. One. I don't know. Washington State. Utah uh, yeah. guard Josh Christopher. Utah guard uh, ASU, Arizona State. Nice. Yeah, that's a win. Finally get to hear the, the good noise. Denver guard Jalen Pickett. Penn State. Oh. Siena. You did this about two weeks ago. Same guy. And, and you didn't I'm, get it. <laughs> what? I got it. Mm -hmm. Look it up. Oh, you said Penn State. Yeah, he went to Penn State. He went to Siena. Jalen Pickett. <laughs> Look it up. Oh, yeah. He, he He's listed as Sienna. Hey, uh, I don't know if I can screen share, but he went to both. He transferred. He went to Penn State. <laughs> I'm right. That is two. He's for three. listed officially as Sienna. Hey, Dad, if you where basketball reference? ESPN. Jalen Pickett. Basketball. Let's go. Let's. ESPN is also going to say Penn State, I'm sure. It didn't. I, I, lo okay, I looked at an hour Sienna. ago, but half. Okay, well, watch, watch this. Jalen Pickett, basketball reference. Penn State and Siena College. You, I'm right. Jesus Christ, you're an idiot. He, Dad, he, he, he went off in the tournament last year with the former okay. Bucknell player, actually, Andrew Funk. But Andrew guess what? Funk. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Gotta we have own Penn State. We we own Penn State. I don't want yeah, to hear you, it. We didn't beat you them lose to like by nine. Bucknell just yes, lost to like Macintosh College or something. Merrimack, Merrimack. I don't whatever. The monitor of the Merrimack. Well, we they lose State. the both of them. We 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 won the battle of Central Pennsylvania. All right. So if you like what? this podcast, which I feel like would be very difficult because we are obnoxious. Like, subscribe, oh. rate, download on all platforms, anything you want to do. And what else should they do, Daniel Jacob Bernstein? I think in honor of Jason Bernstein's birthday, 
they should make on one Christmas. of those one of those cakes where you like you you you, you print out just like O W C or you get the icing thing and you pipe on there O W C Happy Birthday Jason because on Christmas Day when you're listening right now today Jason is n- 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 nineteen. Just saying twenty one. Just saying. 21. No, not at the moment. 